Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Good afternoon, and thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. I'm your host, Kaylee Francis, with our Dr. Nicholas Kalinsky. Happy to have you back on the show. Um, We are talking about a lot of sicknesses right now. We're kind of leading into that November, December time period, and I'm sure you're seeing a lot of sick kids. Most definitely. Thanks for having me back. Um, This is a pretty important topic. We've had a lot of young children coming in with more of the runny nose, post-nasal drainage, cough. This is certainly a time of the year where people are getting more sick, viruses are are going around school systems. And so we've definitely seen an uptick in our patients coming in. Absolutely. So what do you do with these kids whenever they're missing a lot of school and they're just consistently really sick? So for most of the patients that come in, we'll want to first get a really good history, figuring out if there's some consistencies of when they're getting sick year to year and what time of the year that would be because that can kind of help us make a a diagnosis on are they getting the stuffy nose and sneezing or post-nasal drainage or cough is it allergies is it because mold is peaking during that time of the year or do we think it's an infectious process was anyone around you sick are there certain colds going around the school system so what i really like to do is after i get that good history generally I'll, i'll skin test those patients that come in to see if allergies could be playing a role. Does that go along with when their symptoms get worse? And then if they've got other symptoms too, like do you have a history of a cough? Well, is that cough from post-nasal drip and mucus going down the back of the throat that kind of creates that tickle resulting in a cough? Or do these kids have some degree of reflux that seems like they're sick, but it's actually just uncontrolled reflux. It's worse after they're eating lunch or maybe first thing when they get in after breakfast. Or is the cough due to something like asthma? Do we need to do a spirometry or a breathing test in the office? We assess things like family history, risk factors, and things like that to help us come up with a diagnosis. Oh, that's great. Um, Now, what about these children that are having ear infections and different things like that? That's extremely common in the pediatric population. Sometimes it's an anatomical uh, issue where they might have enlarged adenoids and, and tonsils causing them to be higher risk for infections or to get an infection. Um, So really just a good physical exam is important in these individuals. And then also working together with our ear, nose and throat colleagues as well, just in case that child needs a rhinoscopy to go back and look at that tissue in the back of the throat. Is it obstructing the area where the ears drain? Um, All these other types of factors uh, that can really impact ear infections. Okay, and how are bad allergies classified? So I would really classify a bad allergy patient as somebody that has had their day-to-day life impacted from allergies or does it prevent you from doing the things that you enjoy or has it resulted in maybe an urgent care visit or unscheduled doctor's appointment um, creating some hardships for the patient as well as the family There's a lot of different variables there, but I think that if someone has symptoms and if they're uncontrolled and if it's making them unhappy or kind of preventing them from doing things that they enjoy, then that's a severe allergy patient. That person needs to be evaluated by a board certified allergist and then also 
come up with an individualized treatment plan to prevent those symptoms in the future. Okay. Now, what about like CT scans? Is that something too that you would look into? Definitely. I mean, we have a couple CT scanners here at our office at the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center. And so we can, you know, it's a huge advantage to be able to get that CT scanner and uh, tell the patient, do you have an infection or do you not? And then we can come up with a better treatment plan as opposed to just kind of shooting from the hip and giving them an antibiotic if we're not 100% sure if their symptoms go along with an actual infection or not. We see time and time again, these patients coming in saying that I've got a sinus infection or I get five or six sinus infections in a year, when in reality it's just allergies. And if we correctly diagnose and treat that patient, they don't get those sinus infections anymore or those symptoms that they think are a sinus infection, but are actually not. Okay, and you mentioned one of the symptoms being post-nasal drip. Is mm-hmm. that post-nasal drainage, back of the throat, exactly. lots of coughing? Yeah, and so post-nasal drainage is normal physiologic function, but some people have too much or it's too thick and it can create problems for certain individuals. Um, and that's why using a medication like a nasal spray is extremely effective to decrease the inflammation, the mucus production and post-nasal drainage. Um, nasal sprays on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best are like a seven or an eight. Allergy pills are generally like a two or a three. So I tell a lot of my patients that there's one thing that would help you the most for the stuffy nose or the drainage, it's a nasal spray. Oh, that's great. I think a, sure. I think that's something very easy to access as well. Most definitely, yeah. I mean, for our really young pediatric population, my favorite nasal spray is probably Flonase Sensimist. It has a really tiny nozzle on it. It's really gentle on small noses in our pediatric population. And it comes out like a fine mist as opposed to a spray or a stream. So it coats the inside of the nose really well and is generally really effective. And then we have our other nasal sprays like Rayaltris. It's for 12 and up. It's a combination nasal spray, also extremely effective. So there's a great, there's a couple of great options out there for our patients. And is that just like one spray twice a day? How, how typically is it? So uh, for Ray Altris, the typical dose is two sprays each side twice a day, but I really like to get down to the lowest effective dose that controls symptoms. Of course, if they're allergic and if we were to put them on immunotherapy or allergy shots and we remove that allergic trigger, they might not need any medication, like no nasal spray or no inhaler. And that's really my favorite option uh, for most of my patients if it's if it's the right setting and if it makes sense. Okay, great. And I know the holidays are coming up, so we want everyone to stay well this season. Now, how are other ways to minimize the spread of any viruses and infections versus allergies, etc.? So definitely, you know, keep it simple. So if you know you're sick or is anyone around you sick, uh, wearing a mask, washing uh, hands, often and and frequently I think is very beneficial. Um, Just the easy things uh, that people kind of overlook or forget about. My favorite is definitely washing the hands. I think that that's been proven to be the most effective. But if you're going to go into a public area like a doctor's office or airport or places like that, I think it would Mm -hmm. be wise to wear a mask if you know you are sick or you are wanting to prevent yourself from getting sick in these public environments. Okay, great. And of course, you can always schedule an appointment with the Allergy Asthma and Sinus Center to help out with those allergies and of course the reoccurring issues. Thank you again for being here today. I know we're really excited just to have you back again and we'll have you on the show um, coming up in the future as well. Of course, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed every time. 
And thank you all for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. Again, I'm your host, Kaylee Francis. Until next time. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast. And remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.